Hey, what is going on guys? DK, back at you with another video here to bring the five game NBA main slate on Thursday. Before I get into the video, if you guys are new to the channel, welcome. My name is DK. I make daily videos and live stream for NBA and NFL slates on DraftKings. If you guys are playing Thursday night football, the Saints and the Cowboys show on site with a million dollars up top in DraftKings, make sure to check out my video. Just uploaded that a couple hours ago. If you're interested in signing up for premium content, now is the perfect time, guys. Uh, for two different packages, NBA and NFL, we cover the main and showdown slates for each. Uh, more info down below on those. The sponsor of today's video is Prize Picks. Prize Picks. Prize Picks is a player prop site where there's a couple different ways you can play. The first way is taking over under on fancy points. Second way is taking over under like straight up points, assists, rebounds, three pointers made. That's for NBA at least. Uh, they have basically every single sport you can think of. Uh, you can pick two to five entries and win up to 10x your money. Again, you can mix and match sports, like I said. So if you guys want to try it out, make sure to sign up and use my code DKDFS. It is DKDFS, all one word. And you get 100% match up to $100. And as always, guys, if you do enjoy all this content, just make sure to hit that like button, subscribe, and hit the notification bell. Try to aim for 100 likes on this video. Would really appreciate that. Okay, so before we get into players and the prices for the five-game slate, let's look back my out of here from tonight. I'm actually so mad. Like, I was talking, I was talking about this in the Discord. I'm like, guys, this is one of the most. I'm just so angry right now. Like one of the most mad I've ever been for NBA DFS because of the ownership on these Heat guys. Fourteen percent Kyle Lowry, twenty-five percent Tyler Hero. So you're thinking, oh, okay, sure. No, no, no. No Jimmy Butler. No Bam Adebayo. Fourteen percent Lowry, twenty-five percent Hero. Miami was three-point favorites. No worry of a blowout. No worry of a blowout. So what happens? They get absolutely blown out. And faders get bailed out because a random massive blowout. I am so upset. I saw this ownership on Lowry and Hero. I'm like, I'm going to have a massive nighttime. I was so happy. I just... Ugh, I cannot express to you how angry I am. That game blows out where you get Chalk Jokic plays the entire game. Um, you know, that game was like a 12-point spread. The Magic, keep it close. But the Heat, three-point favorites get blown out. Okay. So I had to make some changes. I had to late swap to suboptimal plays. I had to late swap to Buddy Heald. And, yeah, that's going great. Going really good. Um, I, I late swapped to low-owned uh, Serge Ibaka. That's actually going pretty well, but... Um, probably going to need overtime from this game. I have four players from it. I had Giannis as my spend up. He was a smash. Deadman was great. Um, you know, about half the field faded him. I thought that was a massive mistake at his price point. Um, but yeah, the, the heat getting blown out, I was so tilted. Like I was like, I had to go for a little walk just to, to cool off. I was so mad. Um, but we'll see if I can get in the cash, if Buddy Hill can maybe hit some shots and, uh, these the bottom three guys can keep it going. I might have a chance, but ugh, could have been a massive night. Like I, th I was talking about this. I was like, probably replay that game a hundred times. I would say eighty percent of the time, Lowry goes for forty plus fantasy points. He goes for twenty because of the blow. 
This is the winning lineup in right now in the Thunderdome. Luca, Ingram, Herter, Metu, Deadman, Holiday, Morris, and Shea. Uh, Metu chalk, Deadman chalk in this 100%. Um, Reggie, obviously popular. A lot of those Clippers guys popular. I was a little bit surprised at Trey Mann ownership. A lot of people played him. I thought that was kind of a mistake, but he was super, super cheap. Um, but yeah, guys, I am, I'm in a lot of pain. In a lot of pain from that random blowout. <sighs> All right. The positive, though, as always, another uh, slate uh, that we have tomorrow. So let's talk about it. Chicago and New York. On the Chicago side, um, not a ton that stands out. I think Vooch probably... Uh, my favorite option at 9-3. He played 35 minutes, so no longer under restriction. But, like, the price jumped to $1,000. Now, he should be able to have his way against, like, Mitchell Robinson and Aaron Sowell. But he's definitely a secondary option. Guys like DeRozan, Levine, again, secondary plays. Lonzo at 7-2 feels about right. Uh, Caruso at 5-2. We probably get, you know, 25 to 30 minutes from him. But there's just not much that stands out from this Bulls team. So if you want to go to like one of these main four guys to get different on a five-game slate, sure. But no one that really jumps off the page to me. Moving on to the Knicks. So got to keep an eye on RJ Barrett news. Um, he is questionable with an illness. He tried to tough it out against Brooklyn, played nine minutes, and then did not come back. Uh, so you had guys like Burks and uh, Rose absolutely smashed because of that. So we'll start with Julius Randle at 9-5. Um, he played 40 minutes last game. 40 minutes. That's getting back to Julius Randle of last year where we got like 40 minutes a game. If, we're, if he's sitting at 40 minutes again, I like him. Again, this Knicks rotation is a little bit thin, especially if RJ Barrett is out. Now, Alec Burks at 6'5", 39 minutes back-to-back games. It's like, all right, how many minutes does he play if RJ Barrett would have played, right? I think he probably would have played about 30. So, like, price jumped. We'll see. If Barrett's out, I'm fine going to there. If Barrett's in, then he might be a little bit over-owned. We'll see. But, yeah, him playing the point guard obviously boosts his floor and ceiling. Again, Barrett, as I said, keep an eye on this. If he plays, I think he plays, like, low 30s minutes would make him a decent option. Um, quickly off the bench at 5K, 38 minutes last game. Um, I don't know if we get 38 minutes again for him, but that was just good to see. Derek Rose looks really solid here at 4'8". 35 minutes, one for 36 fantasy points. Um, he's got a good amount of upside. Revenge game narrative if you're into that against Chicago. So I do like some Derek Rose. Fournier, I like never play that. He's so score independent. I just I hate playing this guy, but he can get hot. Uh, and if he does, they'll leave him in for more minutes. So sure, you can play him in a GPP setting. Robinson Noel kind of split the center minutes. I don't have much interest in either. So let's move on to Milwaukee and Toronto. At the top, we have Giannis at a combo at 12K. Probably your safest spend up. He had almost 70 bomb tonight. Um, no one really on Toronto can stay with him. So if you have the salary, obviously I'd like Giannis. Drew Holiday, Chris Middleton. More secondary options. Holiday was a little bit disappointed today. Same with Middleton. Uh, Portis at 7-1. Again, doesn't really stand out. You also had Boogie Cousins play. I think he played like mid-teens minutes. Um, so that does make Portis a little bit riskier. Um, if you want to take a dart and 4K Boogie Cousins and GBPs, you can. But really behind uh, Giannis, there's not a ton that I love. Uh, on the Toronto side... Van Fleet, Siakam both seem priced about right. Like, they're going to play the big minutes, but almost 9K for each. It's like, I'm not going to prioritize either of them. Scotty Barnes now at 7.5. Feels a little bit too much or a little bit too pricey. Gary Trent is expected to be back. He practiced yesterday, so I do think he goes. If he does play, we probably get mid-30s minutes. And at this price point, I think he's firmly played for tournaments. The only downside is, again, the lack of peripheral stats. He still has a low floor. 
Uh, Achua probably starts. He has been awful last couple games. Three of three of eleven, one of eight shooting. He fouled out in twenty nine minutes, ten fancy points. He's probably going to be super super low owned. Um, if you want to try to go back there at low ownership, I don't think it's the worst idea. Like I don't think he plays as bad as he had the last few games, but that's probably it. Uh, Gotenabe did get more minutes last game with them kind of benching Svi, but I just don't think it's necessary to go to him. All right, Oklahoma City and Memphis. So we do know that Josh Giddy is out again uh, for this game. So that's pretty significant. Shea Gildas Alexander, 8.1K. Uh, they don't have the numbers up yet, but he had a really solid game. Again, he's going to have to do it all without getting this offense. So I do like some Shea. I think Dort makes for a pretty good play in the mid-range. He's also going to play big minutes. He had another good game tonight. So those two look pretty solid. Baisley's playable at 4.5. The floor is low. Robinson Earl at 4.4K. I think is a decent value uh, too. I think we probably get mid to high 20s minutes from him. Um, again, they started uh, Trey Mann. If he starts again, sure, he's playable. But he has a very, very low floor as we saw tonight. And then they use Roby as the backup five. Um, I think he's an interesting pivot off of Robinson Earl. Um, so he is, he is in play in larger field tournaments. Moving on to Memphis, obviously still no jaw. Triple J at 7-1. Had a really good game last game against Toronto. That was good to see. So we saw the upside from him. He still has a low floor because of his foul risk. Five fouls last year game, so that is something you got to consider. But the upside is there. Uh, the black hole in Dylan Brooks shot 18 times. Awful shooting game, but still in for 30 fancy points just because, again, he's going to shoot probably 20-plus times. So he's viable. Desmond Bain at 6.4K. It's played pretty well last couple of games, but like that price is ticking up. So you're kind of paying a premium for him. I think Tyus Jones is a relatively safe option. A really bad shooting game, but did play 34 minutes. That's good to see. So I do like Tyus Jones. I don't know if we get 34 minutes again. Now, Melton was productive last game, but only played 17 minutes. So, like, that's a little bit worrisome. Um, the thing that I'm a little bit worried about, though, is if like, you go to Tyus Jones and Melton plays really well, they could close the Melton. So, like, I'm not convinced Tyus Jones is going to play 30-plus minutes every game. So they might go the hot hand situation there. Slow mo at 4-5 is questionable, but that doesn't really do a ton for me. Adams and Clark will kind of split the center minutes. Um, Clark was in massive foul trouble last game. He also has power forward eligibility. So I think he looks interesting as contrarian value play. Uh, they did dust off Santi Aldama for some minutes, but I don't think I can uh, stomach playing him on a five-game slate. So let's move on to Detroit and Phoenix. On the Detroit side, uh, Cade Cunningham, 7.9K. If they're going to keep the game competitive, probably because of Cade. Um, he's a guy that can stuff the stat sheet. So I'm fine going to him, more of a contrarian option. Jeremy Grant, I just never know what to do with. The ceiling's there. The floor's low, though. Sadiq Bey's been awful last few games. Isaiah Stewart at 5K. If he can stay out of foul trouble, does have, have upside. But again, that price is coming up on him. Killen Hayes, 4.4, 30 minutes last couple games. I think he's an interesting value play. The floor is also low on him, but he's cheap. So I think he's in play for GPPs. I don't know if I can go to anyone on the Pistons off the bench, like Corey Joseph or Frank Jackson. Like, the minutes are down on those guys. Hamadou Diallo's 3-4. Again, minutes are trending down. Like, Trey Lyles is 3-6. But the minutes are – like, I just – I just don't think I can stomach going to the Pistons uh, bench, guys. On the Phoenix side, so the big news is Devin Booker is out for at least a couple games. So we'll see. I don't know what the Suns are going to do the starting lineup. They could start a few guys. Maybe they start campaign, starting two point guards together. They might move Cam Johnson in the starting lineup. Um, they could move Landry Shamit in the starting lineup. We will have to see. But we'll start with Chris Paul, 8.6K. So I think he's a pretty safe option. He played 39 minutes last game against the Warriors. Now, this is an easier matchup against the Pistons. 
But um, if the game is competitive, Chris Paul could definitely uh, make or exceed value at that price. DeAndre Ayton, 7'6". He should be able to feast against this front court. I like the main two guys here for the Suns. Bridges at 5'7". Doesn't really stand out to me. And then Crowder, Cam Johnson, both decent values. I expect around 30 minutes of Crowder. Cam Johnson, if he starts, he probably gets around 30 minutes too. So those guys intrigued for um, at their respective price points. Campaigns 4-1. Again, maybe there's a chance he starts. We'll see. Um, either way, there's probably an uptick in minutes from him. So I have some interest in campaign. And then Landry Sham at 3-1 has not been productive. But if he picks up the start here, we probably get at least 25 minutes from him, which would make him definitely uh, in play. All right, let's finish up with the Spurs and the Blazers. So this is definitely a late-night hammer, a game that I do like. Uh, Spurs, Vassell, and McDermott, both questionable again. They've been running a really, really tight rotation. So we'll start DeJounte Murray, 9.8K. I like his upside a good amount here, especially in a matchup here against Portland. I think we get 35-plus minutes from him. So I do like Murray as a spend-up. Derek White's played really well last couple games. Again, the minutes have been ticking up on him. But I think we get about 35 minutes from him if Vassell and McDermott are out again. So I have some interest in White in the mid-range. Jakob Pertl, I'm still tilted about this. In 25 minutes, he had 36 fantasy points. But they close with Thad Young. So he barely played uh, in the second half. Just unbelievable. But... Um, I would think Nurkic closes in this game. So Pirtle probably closes if he does. I think we get 30-plus minutes from him. So I do like Yaka Pirtle at that price. Uh, he has a high floor. Calvin Johnson, low floor. The minutes should be there, though. 35-plus last three games. He does have a ceiling. Um, again, Vassell McDermott, both questionable. I don't think it's going to do much for the value. But if these guys do get ruled out, then that kind of solidifies the minutes for the top four guys. So I think all, like, at least 30 minutes for those guys. Again, they dusted off Thad Young and closed with him. I have no idea if he even plays in this game. Lonnie Walker at 3-4. Did play 24 minutes last game, but like I just have no confidence in his minutes. They're probably going to start Kata Bates D up again if those two guys are out. I don't want to go there. Bryn Forbes probably sees some minutes, but he's just out there for cardio, really. So um, Not much else in the Spurs I have interested in. Finally, the Blazers. So Dame is going to be out for, I think, 10 days, right? Or at least 10 days. Yeah, so... Um, we'll start CJ McCollum, 8.5K. I do think it's a really solid spend-up. I think the price might scare some people away, but he's going to be the high-usage guy. Um, I'm perfectly fine paying this price point for him. Nurkic at 7K. I think we get around 30 minutes from him. He's a good point-per-minute guy um, as long as he closes. So I like the main two guys. Norman Powell, keep an eye on this. He is, I believe, still questionable. Um, if he misses, that's going to open up some more value here for the Blazers. We also have Nasir Little out once again. Anthony Simons probably starts and plays mid-30s minutes. I think he's one of the better values on this slate. Covington, Nance, these guys should see more run if uh, Norman Powell's out. They're neither the best point-per-minute guys, but they're both super, super cheap. Dennis Smith Jr. saw some backup point guard run, but only saw 17 minutes. Well, I thought he would have played a little bit more. He's like productive when he's out there, so at least in play at that price. And then uh, they dusted off Ben Malcolmore. He played 18 minutes. He shot really, really well. But he is super score independent, so I don't know if I want to chase that one. And then, yeah, Cody Zeller saw some backup center run. I mean, he is the flat min price. If if Norman Powell's out, Nance probably plays more at the four. Yeah, I think you'd make the argument for Cody Zeller. It's, it's gross, but you probably could play him. So And then, like, Tony Snell is going to get minutes, but I just don't know if I can stomach playing Tony Snell either. <laughs> So yeah, guys, that is going to do it for the video. Uh, if you have been enjoying the content, again, make sure to hit that like button, subscribe, and hit the notification bell. Thanks again, guys. Have a great night, and I will see you all in the next one.